Good morning. And now we start the week after the NFL draft. But that doesn't mean we're necessarily going to be talking about the NFL draft because some major college football news interrupted the NFL draft. And that is reports of Pitt's Jordan Addison leaving Pitt for USC and maybe a sweet NIL deal. This is mic'd up here on Pittsburgh Sports Live, of course, Pittsburgh Sports Now. And you can find all our draft coverage and my draft shows and draft talk and all that here on Pittsburgh Sports Live, Steelers Now, and all of those college networks to correspond. But we got to talk Jordan Addison here, what this could mean for Pitt, what this means for college football, and everything that goes along with it as he kind of interrupted the weekend of coverage and kind of shocked the college football world. Not necessarily that something like this could be a surprise that could happen because we were headed down this road, but just the timing, the fact that it is a pit player with the current state of the pit program, the way it is and the whole uh, deal that is being reported of him at USC. It might actually be better him being there than actually being an NFL draft pick right now. As amazing as that sounds. I'm Mike Ossie. That's Mike. Bakova can and Mike this interrupted the coverage I mean literally <laughs> there was in the middle of the NFL draft coverage we're all having to scramble and, and try to figure out what's going on here and reports then lingered throughout the weekend and of course this has to be official that he goes in the transfer portal and and Pitt processes it and so we're talking a little bit before it's fully official here but it really feels like this is happening just initial reaction to this before we unpack this full thing because obviously this is a top receiver a top player for Pitt the Belitnikoff winner yes Kenny Pickett's gone but you bring in Slovis you bring in a a grad transfer from USC that was going to be a big part of the program this year Pitt was trying not to miss a beat despite losing Pickett this certainly causes them to miss some beats and this is really about money. This is about a deal, the an NIL deal that's rumored to be about $3 million, potentially a condo, could be more than if he was Kenny Pickett in some draft picks this year. And, you know, certain, certain programs are losing players to big markets, regardless of the team situation. That's kind of been the theme of the past mo- few months or so as well. Well, uh, a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, when we were talking about the transfer portal with uh, mostly basketball, I, I just said how the transfer portal has ruined, is ruining uh, college athletics and um, it's ruined college athletics because when something like this happens, it, it's not turning back. Um, I understand everyone's argument and, you know, just save me the, Save me the BS about the kid. The kids deserve their money and all that stuff. Well, they're getting money to go to college. Tell them to pay for college then, and uh, yeah. their tuition. So I don't really want to hear about that line. But he, he does have the right to earn money. Um, right. But what this, uh, what I'll, I'll say this before I get into Jordan. What this is gonna what this is gonna end up happening here, Mike, is within save this show because this will happen. Um, I don't know the timeline. I would say within five years, less than five years, what this is all pointing toward and with the NIL, what's going to happen here now in college athletics is, uh, especially with football, uh, in in particular football, what's going to happen is there is going to be a major split. Football as we know it isn't going to be here anymore as far as the way it's going. Yeah. There's going to be the SEC. Yeah. 
probably a 25 team league and they're going to handpick some other teams and there's going to be two divisions of football. There's going to be the, the SEC, probably Ohio state, Michigan, you know, you're going to pick your handful of teams, USC maybe. And then there's going to be other college football. This is where this is all headed. Uh, the haves and the have nots. And this was just the first sign of it. Uh, or the first thing to happen, this will happen within, um, I, I, I would guess five years. Um, uh, so that this is, that's where this is the road we're going on with that. As far as this goes, it stinks for Pitt. Um, uh, I have mixed feelings about Jordan Addison in that I know that he has the right to do what he wants. I know he has the right to earn the money. Mm. Um, however, if reports are true, and I'm fairly certain they are, that the Pitt NIL team uh, stepped up and basically matched or came up with a lot more money than Jordan Addison was getting, uh, was set to earn at Pitt to begin with. And he turned his back on that and went out to, uh, out to USC. Um, I think that's a bad look for him, uh, regardless of what right he has. Um, and I know there's, there, there's, there's a lot of pissed off people over Pitt right now uh, at what's going on, not only at Lincoln Riley, but this whole situation, but um, it's not over yet, but it, it, it sure as hell looks like Jordan Addison is gone. Uh, but I, I don't think this will bury the pit team. Yeah. And we'll get more into that here in a moment here. Mike Osti, Mike Vakova can mic'd up and we're getting mic'd up because Jordan Addison, it appears is leaving pit for USC <laughs> and that involves money as the main crux of the reason there. Yeah. I mean, I'm with you, obviously players, and that is where I'm kind of torn as well. Players or anybody in the world, I always have had the opinion, yeah. has the right to make money. And if you can make money, look at influencers out there. You can make money off of you being yourself and whatever skill set you either worked up to or God graced you with. Who am I to say not go get, you know, don't get the, go get that cash. Go ahead. It's name, image, and likeness. So this isn't necessarily he's getting paid some salary he's getting this because of his name image and likeness can command it and then garners that money so it's hard to have a problem with that and also the other end of course that we talked about before that college coaches and maybe this is how we got here they were screwing over players i mean bobby petrino did it you're you're at a school you you recruit the players to being there and yeah there's a buyout involved but you leave there's been coaches that left middle of a season left before bowl game look at brian kelly this year and those players prior to, to now they had to sit out a year or so if they said, I don't want to be at that school anymore because I was there for that coach. He didn't get fired. He left me. I'm screwed. So it was unfair before, but to fair it up has created an incredible unbalance the other way. A lot of time in our world, when you try for equality, you end up switching it the whole other way. And that's kind of what's happened. But yeah, I think we're headed down a path of, of two super conferences, regardless of whatever they're called. Obviously, the SEC clearly is going to be one of them. And USC is going to definitely be involved. And a program like Pitt, despite riding high and being the highest point it's been since the 76th national title, arguably, with a Heisman candidate getting drafted in the first round, the only QB there goes to the Steelers, ACC crown, etc. They're not to the level of USC. This also goes to show that even though Pitt as a program on the field is better off than USC and has been better than USC, for at least one, if not a, a few years, because USC hasn't been nearly what they were. If they're not in the media market, if they're not one of the historic programs, if they're not a darling, we talked about this, Mike, 
people who were surprised by Lincoln Riley leaving Oklahoma, where he has been a consistent contender for the for the playoff, and yeah, they're leaving the Big 12 for the SEC, who were surprised. I never was. Even though USC hasn't been a better t- team on the field, it's absolutely a better job because you're in L.A. And I think part of that, I guess the only pushback of, yeah, it sucks if he's leaving for that NIL deal, if Pitt had a situation where they could try to match it or get close. But I'm sure he also figures Los Angeles, there's even money that could be there on the side to that. Is this, Now, you obviously are tapped into the Pitt program. How surprising is this? from people you know at Pitt or just your knowledge of the Pitt program? Because this is a Belitnikoff winner. USC actually lost a quarterback this past season that Pitt gained. Yeah, Lincoln Riley's there, but many thought Lincoln Riley would need a year or two to get them going and then could contend for a national title, certainly at least one year, just, just because of getting the roster together. It doesn't appear he's willing to wait, but the roster right now doesn't say – Pac-12 champion. So I'll say this: Jordan Addison, if he thinks he's going, like my head, my head's exploding because there's so many things that I want to say. Oh, yeah, about. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one of the things, uh, get to what you just said. He's not going to a better situation. He is not going to put up better stats. Yeah, it's just money. I guess. He's not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's not putting up better stats in USC. Then he's only going to be there one year. Yeah. And right. uh, the pit situation is and, – and, and the thing – here's the thing that I tweeted about this this weekend because this, this is a thing that, as you can tell, I'm probably fired up about this. Uh, not because, mic'd up. It's perfect. Because, because it's just it, – it, it's just disgusting with college sports is yeah. how, how the national media is going to treat this. You're not going to have one because these national media guys uh, want to be buddies with these coaches – and they don't want to rub them the wrong way. They Especially a USC out. and Lincoln yes, Riley. Exactly. Yeah. Dick Vitale is one of the few ones because obviously he's not in college football. So what the hell does he care? He but, does. Yeah. Um, they're not going to call this out for what it is. And, you know, you have uh, Pete Thamel or whatever the hell his name is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Talking about, oh, he's going to go. He wants to go out to California to join his Maryland buddy. That's nothing to do with <laughs> With yeah. Caleb Williams being from Maryland, quit being, right. you know, quit being so naive, Pete, and saying some, so something so stupid and insulting <laughs> our intelligence with this. It, yeah. You know, just say what it is. Call out Lincoln Riley and USC for tampering. Say what's going on. Uh, but they won't do this. And, and I equate this to Will Wade at U, at U, uh, LSU. Everyone knew the guy was cheating beyond everything. But there's not one national media reporter that will say or rip Will Wade until he gets fired. And then you have the guts to come out and say, oh, what a cheater and everything like that. Why don't you say that when he had the job? And this is the same thing what's going on with Lincoln Riley here. Everyone knows Jordan Addison isn't officially in the transfer portal, yet he's in Los Angeles right. and he has a two to three million dollar deal. That's not legal. <laughs> So just say it, you know, you, Lincoln will give you another interview. You know, it, it's just so, and I don't know where, I don't know how Mike, the NCAA is going to fix this. Once this has happened. I was going to get there. Yeah. When the next president comes in, how do you address this? It's, it's going to be an impossible situation to address. Yeah. And, and, and the programs that should be winners and, 
can compete, like, like you mentioned, USC, it's pathetic that Texas isn't a national power every year considering where they are. Not one player drafted. Right. Not one Texas player drafted. Right. There have been bad teams that aren't Texas in terms of elite programs that got players drafted. You don't think you don't think uh, those people out in Texas how dirty they're going to get once they see oh. what's happening here? Yeah, it, this is just going to be this is going to be the precedent setting case that's going to just open up college uh, sports because this is going to trickle over to basketball now too. Oh yeah, yeah, and it basically is. And I, I actually will say I'll throw out Danny Cannell is somebody who has been out there basically yes. trying to call it what yes. it is because he even actually quoted, quote tweeted, and replied to many people who were saying basically. Just let this be college football is better when USC is good. And I can't dispute that. I think college football is probably better when USC is good. It is better to have USC, the ratings they will bring than say Oregon. It's a premier program. It is better when USC is good. However, it's not better when USC is good the way they're trying to get good right, is exactly. the point that he's trying to make. Because, yeah, this is – I guess it's not illegal, though. You're bringing up the LSU example. Based on the NIL, it's almost legal cheating now in, in a way. And, yeah, it's opened up Pandora's box. But No, it's not, I, it's, not, it's not legal when the guy isn't in the – He's not in the portal yet. He's not right. in the portal. And they've, yeah, contact, so, they've contacted right. him weeks before. So that's not – that's where the rub is. If Jordan Addison decides yeah. after the season, a week after the season, you know what? I'm out. And that's the other thing that. For whatever, even people, if it's a deal. Right. Yeah. For whatever reason. If he decides after the season, you know what? I'm not had like a lot of people do. Yeah. Uh, enter the season. And then, it, and, and then it's open season. Then it's free agency. And then I, nobody can have a problem with it. And I don't have a problem with it. It's, right. it's free agency. And whoever offers you the best deal, go get it. Yeah. When it it really is free agency. In practice. Uh, with the team and you finish spring practice and it's two days before the transfer portal uh, for football closes. And then all of a sudden shenanigans go on. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Mike, Mike up here, Mike Fakova again, getting mic'd up on Mike Osti. We're obviously talking Jordan Addison, Jordan Addison and that situation that interrupted the NFL draft. That's actually where I wanted to go because I think the timing of this is obviously the biggest part of the issue here. And the other end of it is, could maybe a timing situation be how to calm this down a little bit? You're never going to be able to put Genie back in the bottle. And obviously the haves in terms of programs that are in bigger markets that have more money, even look at Mesador in West Virginia, going to Miami, basically for a bigger media, bigger media market and those, those type of things that that's going to happen. That's going to happen. But it, is there a way that maybe to calm this down by tightening a window? You mentioned the start of spring practice. For me, once spring practice st starts is when the portal should be over. You should It shouldn't even be open this long. Could they maybe try to tighten the window and have it be February and March or the end of February and March? Like make it like a month-long thing where that's free agency and that's a bonanza, but it can't linger this long once spring practice starts you got to lock into where you are. And if you want to do this, you have to do it weeks ago. Cause as you brought up before, this does make it incredibly hard for a head coach. Nobody cares about that. It was unfair before, but if you sneeze, if, if you sneeze the wrong way at a player, they can choose to transfer and screw you over. That's happened in basketball, maybe more than football, but could happen the other way. Could you tighten the window and could that calm it down? Yeah, that, that's I haven't got into that. I haven't got far in my thinking process with that, but I, I think that's a, uh, I think that's a good idea. I'm sure there's somebody out there that's going to find a, 
a fault in that. Right, I'm think, sure. Uh, they have to do something. And if, if people wonder why, um, I, I, feel, I don't feel bad. But, you know, there, there's no coincidence that Mark Emmert, president of NCAA, quit. Uh, Jay Wright uh, gets out of college basketball. Uh, Roy Williams probably left a little work. This is going to drive coaches out um, that don't want to get involved. And it's just recruiting is difficult to begin with and to now have to deal with this. Uh And uh, it's not recruiting anymore. And for Pitt fans, I know Jeff Capel is a uh, lightning rod for criticism. And he's uh, public enemy number one with Pitt fans because of how uh, he's underperformed at Pitt so far. Um, if people think that Jeff Capel can't recruit, you're crazy. You're, you're crazy. This is what, this is why Jeff Capel can't recruit. Recruiting isn't the same as it was 10 years ago, six, seven years ago. Yeah. It completely changed. Reason Jeff Capel can't recruit is because Pitt doesn't have, isn't on equal footing with the NIL money and Pitt doesn't cheat to the levels of other teams. That's why Pitt can't compete recruiting in basketball. There's nothing to do with Jeff Capel's recruiting ability. So these, this is just a, an example of that. And it, it's amazing to this. And it's going to wonder how this is going to rec- uh, in fact, in, impact Pitt football's recruiting because there's no doubt this NIL is going to, is going to impact every team in the country's ability. Yeah. To oh yeah. Yeah. And it's when you not, recruit, you don't know how long you have a player. You could recruit exactly. and he could agree to come and everything could be fine. And all of a sudden you wake up in the morning and he's gone. Yeah. It, it's, 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 it's just going to change everything. And I just don't know what the next president, we started this, your question here. My mind's kind of, as I said, I'm just, yeah. Um, I, I don't know what this next, this next guy's. I don't, I don't know what rules he's going to set in. Uh, Cause once this stuff already starts happening, you're not going to be able to take this away from the kids. Some no. people talked about some people talked about having a uh, sort of a salary cap or a limit on which how are you going to monitor that? You yeah, think and then you, you would need then you would need contracts, and yes, then exactly. then 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 it goes into the the conversation of and this was kind of the compromise before because this all started off of a movement of pay college athletes, and of course as we've continued to, as a social being, it was unfair before. So you get into this is exactly what the Fab Five wanted in the early '90s. This is what exactly what Johnny Manziel and others have wanted. Where okay, or Terrell Pryor, for example, don't have to pay us three hundred dollars every two weeks for whatever we would get or wherever we would command. If I can make money off my name, image, and likeness individually, like you're selling Michigan jerseys with a number four, just put Weber on the back and give me some of the money because before everybody else was getting paid for my image. If I'm Chris Weber in the Fab Five, except for me, that's why they, they wore the, the plain blue shirts because they were all upset about that. So if this existed, then I don't think they would have been mad. However, there are then some that say that if you're going to be in this neighborhood where you're doing a cap and you're giving contracts and yes, it's name and likeness. So sometimes it's other companies and businesses or people offering the money. Do you have to open up where you are giving even the worst guy on the roster, 300 bucks every two weeks or whatever the case may be open up to just pay everybody. And then if you can make name and likeness on top of that, you're going to get even more. But as we were talking off the air, if you go down that road and really we're there anyway, there are certain star athletes that are literally going to make more money 
to maybe this will have guys stay in college football because Addison's going to make money more money than some NFL draft picks. So I, I don't know if that ends up where we go here, but that's kind of a conversation now. And the one thing I do want to bring up that was brought up that is kind of part of this too, that also is like a taboo subject to bring up nationally. If, and maybe not, because I guess NFL draft picks aren't making as much as some of these deals, but if players could leave to the NFL at any time and they didn't have to stay for a few years, even in the NBA now, you have to stay for, for a couple of years. You can't go right out of high school like you could with LeBron James and company. If you could just go to the pros whenever, even out of high school, do what Maurice Correct tried to do after that year at Ohio State, would that actually fix this a little bit? Because it does go yes. back to the argument of if, if a company wants to employ somebody, even if you don't think they're ready, then you should be able to. The entire argument of Maurice Claret in the early 2000s after that Ohio State national title year, he was a freshman, even in court, they were arguing, well, you're not ready. It won't be a successful career. Your body needs to grow a little bit. And his argument is, first of all, his lawyer said he's a rock, but it doesn't matter if the company wants to pay him. Yeah. It's up to them to make that decision. Does that open that, that It should have been that way forever. Uh, nobody has the right or should have the right to uh, stop your employment, yeah, it, it, your ability right. to make money. If a kid right. does that and he fails and doesn't make it, then and that was his mistake. And right. uh, maybe it'll be an example for the next person. And then he's going to have to figure out what to do. But that it's a risk. But if that's a risk that he he and his family want him to take, Nobody should be able to stop it. And yes, I think that would stop Jordan Addison. He'd be in the NFL right now. Yeah, he'd 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 be in he'd be in the draft right now. The quarterback at uh, quarterback at USC or um, USC uh, Ohio State, uh, CJ Stroud. He'd be in the NFL right now. He'd have left. He wouldn't be playing. Uh, he wouldn't be playing this year for Ohio State. Probably the uh, the Heisman Trophy winner, Bryce Young. He would have entered the NFL draft this year instead of going yeah. back. Kids should be allowed to do what they want. Uh, but at the same time, once you make that decision to go, you can't all of a sudden come back to college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it'd be a risky decision, but it, yeah, it's hard to restrict it. Or you don't get in the round that you think you're going right. uh, to get, you know, that, then that's on you and you live with it. But, yeah, right. I, I, I do think that's a – uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if that's an I wouldn't be surprised if that's an area that, um, you know, both sides. Uh, Do you think, though, because it seems like a taboo subject, because I guess the issue there is, <laughs> yeah, even though the even though the NFL is going to be, be any, fine, can't be, tab, can't be any more taboo than what the what's going on with college, uh, college athletics right now. And what's going to be happening? Yeah, is, yeah, is, I hear that. I, I guess the other Madison other, thing yeah. is just going to. This is this program, big money programs yeah. around the country, uh, boosters, and those guys are licking their lips right now at what happened with this Jordan. This they're they're eyeing people because the windows closed now. They're eyeing people right now on rosters that they want to try to go after next year. Their their people have probably already reached out to whoever. To, to yep. slay, uh, their free agency list. Once the season ends, we're going after him. Let's get let's get some companies lined. I'm, I'm telling you, it, it's yeah, happening. no, I'm hundred percent. I'm yeah, I'm sure. The Texas I'm sure. of the world, 
um, you know, the, the, the programs, the underperformers that haven't been able to uh, compete the right way and perform mm-hmm. the right way because you're not able to, uh, you know, because your football staff and your uh, ha- hasn't been able to get it done on the field fairly. So now you got to right. you got to go down a different road to do that. The Ohio States of the world, they're going to probably dabble into it, but they're good enough to compete on their own. They can right. recruit. They can coach players up. You know, pathetic programs like USC, Texas. I could probably, you know, think of a few more other ones. Florida State, uh, they're a team that. I would think Florida State's going to do this. Yeah, Miami program. Miami. Yeah, Miami. uh, Programs like that that uh, should be winners, but have been losers for the past 10 years. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're going to get dirty. Miami will be a program that will get. they'll get their share of players now one way or the other. Yeah. Mike Vakovican mic'd up here. Mike, I'm Mike Osti, obviously Jordan Addison reportedly mm-hmm. leaving Pitt for USC and MI and IL deal definitely involved is a big reason why before we get to just the state of the pit program here and then close up shop, but just, there are some that I guess are that I've also seen some pushback and this is a little bit unreasonable now, but the only way to compete as a pit, even though you're successful on the field right now, you're still not in the media market that LA is in. You're still not the historic program that USA is in, USC is in. So is, is the onus on some Pittsburgh or maybe Pitt connected celebrity? And I know there are companies that have started this or even some companies and businesses out there to step up even further. You did mention that Pitt did try to get something going here and there are some companies and, and involved. I know Aaron Donald, Larry Fitz got involved and there were some, some rumblings of trying to equate this money and, and pull things together to try to match Addison, but it doesn't appear to, to make a difference, but just in the long run, do certain programs have the onus and now those boosters and celebrities, et cetera, to pick it up. And, and like, I know Mark Cuban didn't go to Pitt, but does Mark Cuban need to start an NIL company and funnel players to Pitt or something like that? I mean, I, do, do those things need to happen to try to compete with the shady environment? That's uh, a great topic, Mike, um, because I, I was talking with this uh, on the phone with somebody yesterday um, about this very topic. And um, this sucks for Pitt. But in the long run, uh, let, let's be honest, Jordan Addison was only going to be here one more year. Right. Okay. This wasn't a thing where, you know, you ruined a long-term relationship. Well, he ruined a long-term relationship. He might have. Yeah. Yeah. With Pitt. Yeah. With, with I don't know about first. Jersey being retired despite being. A yeah. Player. Yeah. That ain't happening. But um, the, the, if you want to try to draw a positive from this, I think this is a wake up call to Pitt and other teams across the country and to their, to their boosters to people within the university that they need to step up their game, that college football has changed. College athletics has changed. And if it is a priority for you and some say they're in the game, but they're not, if you're in the game to try to compete, to win, this is a sign. This is a wake up call for them that we need to step things up here. We need to find people. Our, our NIL team has to get better. And I think uh, the people leading their department are well on their way to getting better. I think this is going to strengthen them. I think they need to find uh, people, uh, connections to the university. I think they need to 
find business leaders um, in the city. Uh, everything. I, I think. I think this this could help Pitt in the long run because it realizes it, it's it's going to tell them what they're going to need to do in order to compete. They can't just say we want to be compete. You, you got to prove it, and unfortunately, part of proving it is going to be finding ways, uh, creative ways to compensate athletes. And I think this could be the thing that spearheads that and uh, gets that, puts that into fast motion. Yeah. And it's not even enough because Pitt maybe thought this, and these were comments after Pitt won the ACC crown to be good and have a special season on the field, which is the best season Pitt's had since 76, really that that could linger and that could unravel and make you great for the future and bring recruits in. And that's why Slovis is there, et cetera. That's part of it, but that's not enough. Clearly that's not enough. Uh, it, it is going to be all, all be about the money and all about the business. Well, he's only he's only going to be at USC one year. He was only going to be at Pitt one more year. But this does go into, say, the backyard brawl, returning with two former USC quarterbacks going head-to-head, uh, as weird as that's going to be. But now Pitt will be without their top receiver, who, honestly, even if I'm slow, as I'm probably sitting there, and I know he was positive about culture and he wants to stay at Pitt, but I'm a little bit annoyed myself. He kind of did go for football reasons uh, himself. He's leaving a big market and what he had going on. What does this do for Pitt on the field in the short term and the long term? You talked about future recruiting, but this Pitt team, this next season, you lose the best player now with Pickett gone. You lose the best receiver. That is a weapon you lose with a new quarterback coming in, a new coaching staff in terms of under Narduzzi offensive-wise being there now. What it, is Pitt still an ACC favorite? What does this do? How big of a hit is this for next season? Um, knowing Pat Narduzzi and his uh, ways in which he motivates, I think this is going to be a um, like it, it was a wake up call for the people around the university. Coaches always use coaches always look for motivational tools to get their players going. Oh, yeah. Even if they would have had Jordan Addison this season, he would have had to try to find a way, even though, you know, they'd still want to win. There, there's no question about those players probably would have went in there a little bit with the, you know, we're the ACC champs. And I, I'm not going to say they're, they, they would have relaxed a little bit, but maybe they would have. This will not allow them to relax. Pat Narduzzi it will be harping on them. Uh, it, it already started yesterday with players coming out. We, not me. He, that, that is going to uh, strengthen them as far as it's us, it's team. This will be brought up a lot. Uh, we're not good enough. Uh, player wants to leave. Uh, you know, he will find so many ways to use this. And I think this is going to strengthen the – uh, players' relationships on a team. I really do. I saw Kate uh, Slovis yesterday tweeting. Uh, he tweeted something about uh, culture. Yeah. He talked about the uh, and I think they'll be okay. And when you look at on the field, their wide receiver group. Nobody, e- even the uh, most diehard Pitt fan, uh, can't dismiss the fact that they're losing the best receiver one of the two best receivers in college football. Nobody's stupid enough to say they're not going to miss him. However, even if you would have asked this question before he left, what is Pitt's deepest position on their team? They would have told you, nine out of ten people would have told you their wide receiver depth. 
So while they're not going to be able to replace Jordan Addison, they do have guys in that team that are really good. And within Frank Signetti's offense, uh, I, I don't think their offense is going to their, – their offense is still going to be able to put up points. And it'll all be dictated – it'll all be predicated on uh, whether or not Slovis or Patty can get the job done. Guys like Mumfield, yeah. Jared Wayne, who's going to be a, a high NFL draft pick. I love Jalen Jalen Barden. He's a guy that hasn't really gotten a shot a little bit because of injury and also because of the depth in front of him. He had a true freshman last year, Jaden Bradley, who's about 6'3", that he's going to get involved. He can run like a deer. And then the big the big thing, and maybe the NFL, the NCAA wants to throw a pit of bone here, mm-hmm. is uh, Bob Means. He's a guy that transferred uh, a couple weeks ago. He's petitioning the NCAA right now because this is his second transfer to be eligible this season. Uh, if he is eligible, if the NCAA grants him eligibility this season, uh, the guy's six foot two, uh, can fly. He would probably be a starter on Pitt's team. Um, that would uh, really help with the loss of Jordan Addison. You you have five or six quality wide receivers there, so that's something that Pitt fans want to keep an eye on this next month or so, next couple months is whether the NCAA will grant eligibility to the uh, transfer from Louisiana Tech. If they do that, I, I honestly don't think the offense, uh, in, especially with the way Frank Signetti is going to try to uh, maybe change the offense a little bit to balance it out a little bit, I don't think the offense is going to suffer a ton. It's going to suffer some, but I think there's guys on, the, on this current depth chart that can get the job done. Yeah, Pitt's not going to go all of a sudden and be an awful team, but this certainly is a hit on the field. He's the best player. There's depth there, but this is this is all about the money, as we've been talking about this whole show. This really had nothing to do about football in terms of the decision, and who knows if they tighten the window. I think that's the easiest thing to do is just immediately tighten the window. Then you don't have to worry about the NFL or anything else there. But, yeah, players could go right to the NFL. That might fix things. If you do tighten the window, that would maybe would calm things down. But we're likely headed to a more disaster, I guess, for programs like Pitt in this regard, and – uh, who knows? Maybe fans of USC are going to love this because it basically would make USC kind of a pros pro team is kind of what they were for a while in L.A. as the only team in town. I still think I would still I, I would still make Pitt the even without Jordan Addison. I don't know that they're a um, top 15, top 10 team anymore. Like ESPN had them on for their preseason thing. Yeah. But I still think I still think they're the best team in the uh, I would still make them the best team in the coastal over. uh I guess a lot of people are, uh, you know, riding Miami right now, uh, you know, because of uh, Mario Cristobal. But mm-hmm. I, I would still take. They still uh, might be a year away getting more. Yeah, consider what Pitt's bringing back, uh, both offensively and defensively. Right. My, my money would still go on uh, Pitt to be the um, to winners, the winner in the Coastal. Go yeah, and then what? Yeah. And once you do that, you're in the title game and right. then you certainly have a chance in there and it might, you know, playoff might be really, really hard. It didn't happen last year without good. It's that not going to have a disastrous season, but it's not going to be a disastrous season. It should, it, it shouldn't take that much of a step back and it would be hard. Even if Addison was there, it, that doesn't mean you're going to be in the ACC again right. and be a top 10 team again, or top 15 or whatever the case would be. So that's hard to repeat again. They did have an upset loss even with him last year, early in the season that almost derailed things. So 
it was a special year for Pitt. That doesn't take away from that. And it could still be a solid year for Pitt, but it's a hit. And I think it's a bigger hit for college football as a whole than it even is for Pitt on the field right. this coming season. So we're going to have more on that. Obviously you stick with Pittsburgh sports now for more on that. We're going to have more shows on this. I'm sure this is going to keep on happening and it keep on being news. So of course, subscribe, head over to Pittsburgh sports now for more as this story develops and likely gets uglier, <laughs> but, uh, but, but stay tuned. Mike Osti, Mike, 